Mortgage Insider is back with a brand new series. I'm Tony. And I'm Claire. And we're both business development managers at Barclays. We'll be speaking to a range of experts to explore success stories and new trends. And of course, we'll be adding our own decades of experience to the mix. In this episode, we're finding out what brokers can do to develop and expand their business. We spoke to Monica Bradley, founder of Monica Bradley Associates, and to Daniel Payne, Managing Director of Fluent Money. I don't know about you, Tony, but I found it so interesting just to hear exactly the journey that they'd been on and how they both cope quite differently to COVID and how that affected their business. Yeah, it was really good, wasn't it? And and I think underlying, I guess, from, from both of them was that a, a similar thought process around thinking initially about the colleagues and what do we do, and what do we need to do in terms of perhaps restructuring things with COVID. Um, and, and then I thought what was you know also really good is how they had the focus on on their customers and how they needed to to change and adapt with that and perhaps refocus the way you know around the communication. And here's the interview. Hi Dan, hi Monica, a very warm welcome to you both. Hi Tony. Hi Tony. Hi both of you. Lovely to to have you here today. So I'll kick this off today. Would you both? introduce a little bit about yourselves and and your business so we're really interested to hear a little bit about you know how the business started and and how you've got to where you've got to today so Monica let's hear from you first. Yeah sure Claire thank you um hi everyone my name is Monica Bradley um I'm the founder and the owner of a company called MB Associates we are based in Surrey and um of course we're an award-winning mortgage brokers so um a little bit about us. I think um, obviously we're a team of uh, 12 advisors working up and down with clients up and down the country, not just ba- not just in Surrey um, and been doing it for now for a very long time. You have been and you're very modest there because I know you have won lots of awards haven't you so well done you guys. And Dan over to you, how about yourselves? Hi Claire. I'm Dan Payne, uh, the founder and ND of Fluent Mortgages, previously known as Britannic. Um, Fluent Mortgages is part of the Fluent Money Group. Uh, currently, we have 30% market share in the secured loan market, and we're, we're responsible for over a billion pounds worth of lending per annum in the mortgage market. Um, back in 2017, um, the Fluent Money Group approached myself uh, for an acquisition, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. Here you are. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And Monica, perhaps if, um, if, if we can come to you. In terms of your business, you've sort of touched upon it and provided some introduction. But what, what would you say really sort of makes your business now stand out from your competitors? Um, I'd say there's a few, several. You know, there's a couple of key facts really there. Um, firstly, something I've really prided myself on for since the beginning is the quality of service that we provide. We've got a real reputation for being fast, efficient really with our clients, but knowledgeable, but also very personable. Um, our ex- all the advisors are really extremely experienced. Um, and, you know, we want that to go through to our clients we want to be very personable it's really important but for me um, I think it's about service we have a real robust team in behind all the advisors that are phenomenal quite frankly and um, 
they keep the clients at every stage of the application informed so they don't feel at any point that they're forgotten and I think that's something that in any business today that I particularly look out for when if I'm buying anything or doing anything I particularly look for service and whatever that means it technology or face-to-face or however you liaise with your clients or your your you know your customer yeah sort of keeping them informed along that that journey that mortgage journey um, is, is important, isn't it? Without a doubt. Very much so. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. And, and Dan, um, I think it's probably worth mentioning that um, as a BDM, I actually have the pleasure of looking after uh, Fluent and, and, and your company. Uh, very remiss of me not to, to mention that. And so I guess I do have some insight. Uh, but again, I guess for our listeners, um, what makes Fluent stand out? What makes your business stand out from the competitors in the marketplace? I think for Fluent Tony, it's uh, it's culture that really starts from the top down in terms of work ethic. Um, we've also got a lot of training and development going on at Fluent and, and technology work. So uh, in terms of the training side of things with Fluent, rather than recruiting from the existing mortgage broker pool that's out there, that may be slightly entrenched in traditional way of, of doing things, uh, what we do is we try and tap into bright young things as talent and train them the fluent way, Um, get them used to the technology that we use like IDMV on the uh, fluent mobile phone app, uh, doing everything the digital way rather than uh, the old traditional way. So I think the tech combines with the training uh, and the culture. And can I just jump in there actually? Sorry. Um, Yeah, go for it, Monica. Just because I, I, I can say that's something very similar actually. I feel that um, as an industry, we probably need to look at um, bringing some nice youthful blood into the industry. And that's something we've taken on board as well at MBA. We've brought some apprentices on. And actually, what's really great about it is that you can, you know, build them, teach them into your culture Um and you, we all know if you're taking on any new um, advisors or administrative, you come with um, habits of previous um, places. So I think with bringing in new people that you can really, you know, nurture to how you want them to work and see how your culture is. So I think that's something what we're both doing, Dan. Yeah, I think it's great having that blank canvas. And I think with technology, if you look at what's happened and evolved in mortgages over the last 18 months, um, there's been a lot more automation in terms of uh, the way we uh, aggregate leads, the way we contact customers through SMS and email. Um, Again, with CRM side of things, you know, that's all uh, technology driven. As I've already mentioned, the EIDMV, smartphone applications, the mortgage industry has moved on a lot in, in 18 months. You're, no, you're absolutely right. No, sorry, Tony. I was only going to sort of say that kind of leads on to nicely to be thinking about, you know, you're both really successful and the businesses have done really well over well the, the course of the since the businesses have been in place. But especially over the last five years, what would you say is that you've done that maybe other people listening could mimic in some way to help them grow their businesses a little bit more? Sure. I mean, I, I'll kick off with that. In terms of me personally, I mean, we've um, we've done some things over the last five years. I've opened uh, a shopfront style office in our local high street in 2017, just to attract more passing trade, if you like. 
obviously recruited more advisors um, because more business means more more advisors needed, more administrative staff. I've also recruited a full-time content and marketing manager who um, to raise really the profile of the business. So, um, and we've increased a significant amount of website content really to just uh, improve our organic traffic. So really for me, I just think knowledge is key. So I think it's really important for us to be um, giving the consumer some really great knowledge and education. So the more we can put on there that they can learn because it's been a great big journey, a long journey for me in this business. Um, it's been the only business I've ever been in. So um, I've got a lot to, to give and a lot to teach people. So, um, yeah, we've done we've done lots of things. We've introduced loads of digital guides on um, just first time buyers, things that are relevant, older, you know, older borrowers, self-employed workers, complexities of incomes, lots of guides on the website. And we also, we launched a, a magazine, Financial Health, just to educate clients really, um, just to help them really on their, how to manage their money well. So those are some of, just some of the things that we've done over the last five years. And so over to you, Dan, how have you helped Fluent grow over the last five years? Yeah, so uh, we've grown through acquisition and uh, one of the uh, mantras or, or things we discuss in the boardroom here at Fluent is the aggregate of marginal gains. So we go from the top, from embryo to grave in terms of the journey of the customer and we look at each part on how we can make it more efficient or eke out the extra 1% or 2% conversion. And by the time you get from start to finish, all those small margins add up to you know quite a considerable sum and um, we use the uh, professional cycling uh, world as the analogy so or even the swimmers you know the olympic swimmers many many years ago they all started to shave shave the body hair you know these little margins just shaving the hairs on their arms and the legs the next thing that evolved was the suits that they wore and it's the aggregate of marginal gains. It's these little things that people constantly strive and do that eke out those extra percentages at the end. It's really interesting from both of you, definitely. And and the thing is, I suppose for people listening, depending on the size of their business, you can't do everything yourself, can you? You've got to have a great team around you, haven't you, that take some of that, the 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 things that you're trying to do that you can't do just kind of do everything can you I mean your businesses are well established and we'll have some people whose businesses aren't so well established that need to grow so it's 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 working out how they do that isn't it very much so yeah delegation and um, I think as any business owner knows uh, working in the business and on the business are two very different things so learning how to delegate um, and you know, also just having a really like-minded team around, I think, for me, one of the big fundamentals is there is no boss. We are a team and nobody's any better than anybody else. We're a team and we're all in it together. So that really does come down from the top down to whoever joins us. We're all there for the same reason. And um, yeah, delegation is absolutely because we're in a, a very different world now with complexities in lending and complexities in how people get paid and incomes. And we, I think we all know as advisors and anybody listening to this will know that um, things can take 
quite a long time. You set out to do your day in one day and the day <laughs> turns out very differently because the case you might have thought might have taken an hour and a half to place might have taken the best part of six hours. So, um, you know, it uh, knowledge and delegation mm. for sure. Yeah, very, very good points. And, and Monica, I sort of listened to uh, what you were saying there about, about the changing world. I, I don't think uh, any of us have, have really sort of missed what, what's happened in the last sort of 18 months and two years yeah, with, with oh. a bit of a pandemic. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, you know, it, it's obviously had significant impact, hasn't it, in, in, in the way the changing landscape. Um, I think, you know, in terms of our brokers listening to, to the podcasts, I think they'd be very interested, um, you know, in terms of your business and, and you know, when it changed two years ago, how did you have to change and adapt with that yourself to keep pace? Well, Tony, like many businesses, um, our staff obviously had to come to terms with working in a very different way. So working from home and really that happened overnight. Um, some of them clearly uh, were juggling childcare issues, trying to come to terms with homeschooling, sorting IT out for work, sorting IT out for teachers. Um, but we also made a very quick decision about communication. So we communicated far more frequently with our clients. Um, I think I mentioned earlier about taking on a content manager earlier on uh, last or a year, over a year ago. So what we did with that is instead of just communicating with them on a monthly basis, we would send them out every fortnightly. We would communicate. You know, there were so many jargon things in the media in in the news at the time in uh, such as payment holidays what does it mean to a client so we just made sure that we put valuable and relevant content out regularly to them so they could understand but we also communicated with the clients directly so we spoke to them we telephoned them and we let them know that we were here and that was really important so we hadn't closed we hadn't gone away we were at the other end of an email a phone and that to me really did shine through yeah I think that's especially important as you said when if you've got customers that are especially part way through that mortgage journey what does it all mean to me um you know a newsletter certainly is a is a, is a good way of, of supporting that, isn't it? And Just telling them, but short and sharp. And, and you know, um, I could write a book on some of the questions that we got during that time and some of the phrases. And it was really quite, thinking back, it was, it was very powerful, very powerful to talk about for the future. Because I think people won't believe it, really, that we did have to do that overnight. You're right. When we look back, yeah, look back in 10 years and think, what did we all have to go through? I, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Um, and, and Dan, in, in terms of um, Fluent and, and your business, how, how did it how did it fundamentally change the way you approached? Yeah, I, um, yeah. Pre pre March twenty, you know, fortunately for Fluent, we were already heavily involved in tech. It, it played a big part in Fluent's operation, but also its offering to its customers. Um, so, as I've mentioned before, the apps, the IBMV, um, all the CRM, lead contact strategy all of that was already going so you know back then we probably had just just over 300 members of staff and within 10 days we had the all the whole operation working from home so you know the IT department you know is 15 
16 strong so you know we had we we, we had the resource to get that done so that was fortunate for us as well um but yeah it's uh it was quite a smooth transition just purely because of our position in in technology um what i would say is um now it's it's become um part of today's world working from home i don't think we will ever um, degrade or revert back to our original state where we're 100 percent office based so we have services you know shared services like finance like compliance like it where they can still work from home and hot desk come into the office and we've, we've in, introduced um, flexi days which we didn't have prior to the pandemic so might uh, call them boiler days. So imagine you, you, you're waiting on a delivery or the boiler's broke, you know, the engineer's got to come. It doesn't stop you working. You can quite happily work at home, but you've just, you've just got to be at home. So we've incorporated that into our staff allowance. It doesn't take away any of their holiday entitlement. They can use it. Um, whereby they have the ability just to work from home. So it's not for, for those that my, my, my three-year-old's off school sick, can I use one of these flexi days? Well, it's unlikely that you're going to be able to operate at that capacity when you've got a three-year-old. Now, if it's a 14-year-old, maybe more self-sufficient. So yes, so little things like that we've introduced. So I'd I don't think we'll ever revert back to how things were um, and we've we've learned a lot and probably taken the best bits of what the pandemics taught us. Mm, yeah. And that and that flexibility in that hybrid model in in terms of staff well-being and and how your staff feel I think has a has a huge impact, doesn't it, on um, it does on, on their input. We actually had uh, believe it or not a lot of staff say they can't wait to come back to the office. When lockdown was, when we were in lockdown, um, a lot of our staff were, were just going crazy because the the the, so, the 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 social animals, they like the interaction, they like the face-to-face. And for some of our staff, especially those that live alone, it was, you know, quite isolated for them. So they just couldn't wait to come back in. Well, it would be interesting. I mean, that might well have been the biggest challenge, you know, in both of your businesses. But but bearing in mind your businesses have been established for a long time. You know, if we're thinking about challenges, would you say that was the biggest challenge, the biggest hurdle that you had to overcome? Maybe Dan will hear from you first on it. You know, yeah, the pandemic was was probably the biggest serious challenge uh, that we've had. But putting that aside, I'd probably say for for Fluent, um, it's been recruitment and growth. We've we've been victims of our own success. So a big challenge for us uh, being based in in Bolton is getting the, you know, the candidates and the, the resource um to, to allow us to continue that growth so you can imagine we're now up to circa 450 staff we have exhausted the gene pool of, of, of anyone with financial service backgrounds and the bright young things that are out there within the 20 mile radius of of bolton so we are recruiting uh, people from further afield but that's really been um a, a challenge for us at the moment a, a nice challenge, I would say. Yeah, thanks, Dan. And Monica, you were just going to jump in there. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was going to agree totally with Dan on it. But um, for me, um, clearly the pandemic was um, a big wake-up call for, for so many reasons. But, you know, we're here, we got through it. And um, we, we've all, as um, I think we've all experienced something very new in our lives. But personally, for me, having 
um, always been an advisor. And I think um, for, I, I mentioned it earlier, um, for me, it's that delegation and the, the finding the time to actually physically become the business owner and delegate and work you know, build the business, recruit advisors, like-minded. Um, I really think what Dan was saying, some of the challenges in terms of recruitment, which is why we both are very much about training young apprentices to come in and learn the role and learn the business, I think is a phenomenal future for so many people that may be listening about recruitment in the future. But yeah, I find it a real challenge. Anybody that knows me knows that I love to deal with the client still and I love, I get the buzz out and the passion of the working with complexities and income. So for me, I, I find it a challenge, you know, just delegating and building the business and working on it as opposed to in it. Wonderful. So finally, um, and I know we're, we're probably running out of time, but if you could both just provide us with one piece of advice that you would give to our brokers who are listening? What, what would it be? So Dan, come to you first. I'd say culture, Tony. Um, it's born from the top down. So having the right culture in your business and having that passed down to your staff is vital um, for success and growth. And Monica? Um, I would say keep a really open mind and always adapt with and move with the times. Simple as that. Great advice to finish with. Thank you both. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you ever so much for joining us. That was Monica Bradley of Monica Bradley Associates and Daniel Payne of Fluent Money. Please rate, review and subscribe or follow the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to get in touch, email us at mortgageinsider at acast.com. I'm Claire McPhail. And I'm Tony Rimmer. Thanks for listening.